0: Hey everybody, it's Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show and the Aftershocks Podcast. And I know you want to see this next episode, but right before we do it, just want to remind you that if you have an Amazon device, whether it's a TV or a Fire Stick or Fire Cube or whatever it would be, a Fire Box if you're old school, uh, make sure you add the CMSPN to it. Just look up CMS Podcast Network on your Amazon device Add the channel, and you will get every episode of all four shows for free right there on your TV. Make us part of your TV viewing every single day and night, all right? Uh, It's the CMS Podcast Network, CMSPN.com, and it is now on Amazon, so get it, all right? All right, here's the episode you came to see.
1: Classic metal show wrapping up a three-fur of bands that sound like ACDC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two that oh, sound like it and then the original, right? Exactly.
1: So I thought uh you could see the uh cross section there of sure. the originators as opposed to the ones who want to be ACDC.
0: Sure. What do you think of that guy's voice in the LA maybe? Oh he sounded like uh
1: he sounded like a fresh uh um Uh, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson, yeah.
0: Yeah. I I like that guy. I was I was like and I've I've been told that that band is like really gaining popularity in wherever LA you
1: know know, the thing is is that uh you know look at Greta Van Fleet. They Mm -hmm. they captured that it uh you know that Led Zeppelin ish sound. Sure. And they caught fire, and then uh here's a band that's doing A C D C another classic, and if they do it well they're going to catch fire.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm game. I I like it.
1: <laughs> well, you see here again, this goes back to the discussions we've always had before about uh um is there anything new under the sun? I mean, it's like the it's like the die has been cast. Sure. And anything that'll be successful after that has to mimic or be akin to something that we know or are familiar with or is now basically a classic
0: right mm-hmm. you know
1: and that's really what it boils down to so there's really nothing new under the sun
0: not really no. not when
1: it comes to that style of music i mean it, it has to emulate something that has already been set in stone
0: mhm no you're right you're right and you know that's unfortunate really because we could use anything new anything new if there was a new style that was somehow catchy, man, it would just catch fire because there's just nothing out there right now. Uh, you know, I mean I mean the the big style right now is the throwback 70s style, the right, right? The Dirty honey style or Greta or or Rival Sons, that style. You know. Well,
1: again, it's 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 emulating a classic. Mm-hmm. So how far away are we from bands who are going to emulate you know the '80s sound like Motley Crue or Rat.
0: Well, they're already out there too. They just haven't caught fire. The That's Crazy that. Licks and Chilly well, Licks. yeah, you're
1: right about that. I I, I should yeah, I should be ashamed of myself for not even thinking of Crazy Licks.
0: Man, yeah, Crash like, Diet. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there are bands out there. That are, the problem with those bands is they're all in fucking Europe, and they're you know they they don't have really good American coverage.
1: Well, they're they're wildly popular in Europe.
0: Yeah. But that doesn't mean, nothing. dude, Annihilator was wildly popular in Canada forever and they couldn't fucking <laughs> sell out a taco stand.
1: That's, that's absolutely true.
0: You know, it, it, it sucks that, uh, what sucks to me is that the American market is so trendy, you know, so trend hopping. So fucking, well, it's not cool today, so I can't listen to it. I'm going to listen to hip hop now because that's the trendy thing. Mm-hmm. The fuck out of here with that nonsense! Well,
1: uh, that goes back to the you know the the term bandwagon jumper,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I re- jumping on that bandwagon.
0: Yeah, I wish there was something new to bring people in that you know <laughs> that people could jump on though. Right now, well, there,
1: there's no promotion for it, that, and you know we we beat this dead horse
0: mm-hmm.
1: Many times. There's there's just no promotion for. Her. Anything, you know,
0: the,
1: you know, even, even the quote unquote, the, the gods of rock, the Eddie trunks of the world mm-hmm. won't even get on board and, you know, promote a, a band that's like this, like this Mr. L. What is it called? L.A. What is it? The Maybe. L.A. Maybe. Yeah. That's a weird name.
0: Yeah, I don't like the name. It's
1: like, why, why would you call your band the L.A. Maybe?
0: Yeah. I, the name stinks.
1: It, it, that almost sounds like a soccer team.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Coming to yes. Cleveland to play. What's the soccer team in Cleveland? The Crunch, maybe. Yeah, the Crunch. Yeah, coming, coming to take on the Crunch in Cleveland is the LA
0: Maybe. Great. The opening band, Dirty Honey. <laughs> <The> LA <laughs> At least Dirty Mate? Honey sounds like a band, sort yeah. of. But yeah, the LA Maybe is a horrible name. But
1: yeah, where it sounds like you know, it sounds like an arena football league.
0: Yeah, it, it it doesn't sound like a band. Yeah. You know, but you know, dude, the, the thing is too, is you see how desperate people are to get to get attention. Like this week, our, our friend Mariah, she did a little um social media post that she got played a single play, one <laughs> one single play on um octane on Sirius XM. Okay. And and she was, and God bless her. I mean, certainly she should be excited about that. That's, you know, that's pretty big for a, for an independent artist to get played on, on Sirius XM. That's, that's, that's a big thing, but still, it's like, man, are we at that point now that you get played once on a station and you got to go and 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 I mean, she did the whole, I just want to thank Jose Mangan. I want to thank, you know, Octane and Sirius XM. It's a big thrill. And, all my favorite bands are played on. And I was just like, man, is that where we're at now?
1: Uh, that's where we're
0: at. It's like, man, we have fallen. You know, that, that there's, there's no KLOS or something that, that can break a band anymore. A, nope. a rock band. There's just nothing. There's no.
1: Well, I mean, you know, look, look what happened here in Chicago. The, the biggest quote unquote rock station in Chicago, the loop. Yeah. Gone. It's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago being the third largest, you know, uh, metropolitan market in the States. It doesn't have a a rock station anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, dude, MMS, which was one of the all time biggest
1: MMS was always voted the the best, best rock station
0: in the nation. Yeah. And now it's mostly talk shows. It's mostly talk shows. Yeah. You know, I mean, they play some music in between the talk shows, but it's like. They do their morning show till 11 and then they have, um, what's that other guy? Alan, Alan Cox, maybe. And I haven't listened to MMS for years, so this may just show that I don't pay any attention at all, but I think they have Alan Cox from three to seven and somebody else from like seven to 11. It's like, there's like four hours of music for the whole day and they're mixing it up with old shit. Well, yeah. Hey, here's Pearl Jam. (laughs) Even Stone thought, temple pilots, yeah. you know, it's like, dude, seriously, I don't know what happened, well, <laughs> you know, the
1: commercial radio is, is, is dead. It just done. Yeah.
0: And that's a bad thing. You know, the more, the further we go along with it, I, I honestly think that's a bad thing because when you had commercial radio, that was legitimate you discovered bands that you wouldn't otherwise, that you won't discover with a playlist.
1: Yeah, well, and and that goes back to a discussion we've had a million times about mm-hmm. why do we know Judas Priest? Why do we yeah. know Rush? Why do we know you know Triumph or or a, a Deep Purple? Why do we even know them?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because because the record labels and the and the uh, radio stations they work together to promote their artist.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and and they gave the artists time to figure their shit out. That was a, that's another big thing that's missing. Is, yeah, of
1: course the the, the the you know the the artist artist development.
0: Yeah, dude, I um I don't know if you saw it or not, but I interviewed um uh, Don Barnes from Thirty Eight Special this week. Okay. And um and they were ce- this is gonna make you feel old as fuck. They were celebrating the fortieth anniversary of Hold On Loosely, being yeah. their first hit. Sure. Which really made me feel old just now
1: now it. is now is um uh, Bobby Caps still in 38? Still in the band still yeah. in the band
0: sure is, but so I'm talking to him, and he he mentioned that thirty eight special, the reason they they completely lucked out with Hold on loosely because they were on the verge of losing their record deal because they had had three unsuccessful albums, right. Before it, it's like three unsuccessful albums today. You're you're gonna be fucking handing people carts at Walmart.
1: Well, you you don't even get a chance to have three.
0: You don't have a chance to get one. Yeah, I don't know of any band that that has hit in the last fifteen years that hit on their second album without any traction on the first.
1: Well, look at look at probably one of the biggest examples of that was Uh Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, they they blew up huge with their debut release, mm-hmm. and their second one didn't do so well, and that was the last you heard of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, Fairweather Johnson just went away fast. Yeah, so then, so
1: so they w- what did uh, their debut release sell? I mean, it, oh it my God. some ridiculous amount of records, CDs, sales, whatever, whatever was popular in the medium at that time, whether it was cassettes still or CDs.
0: I think it was probably CDs. That was like 94, 95. Yeah. Days.
1: So, but they blew up, Yeah. you know, and they had a bunch of radio hits. And sure. then the second one, not so much. Yeah. And Crapper, that was.
0: Crack rear view. Yeah. 21 million. Wow. <laughs> and then let me find Fairweather Johnson, which was the follow up. Fairweather Johnson. Oh, it doesn't even come up. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, let's see. Studio albums. Where is Fairweather Johnson? Came out two years later. Three times platinum. Three times platinum after. Oh, three another. million.
1: Three million, as opposed to twenty-one million.
0: Yeah. So one seventh. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you know, and the thing is, I and I know you like Hootie, and I know you like Darius Rucker. I know you're a fan and all. I did not like them at all. I loved them. I I was not a fan. I just, I just didn't like that whole Darius Rucker's. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because it, it was just everything was sounded the same. It was Creed. It was Hootie. It was that. that
0: They were better than Creed.
1: I well, regardless, they, to me they sounded all the same. I I just I just couldn't get get in on it. It's just like ugh, can't take Creed, can't take Hootie, can't take any of this bullshit. You know, I I was just like, ugh. I, I think that's I think that's when it kind of started weaning away from listening to any commercial radio anymore.
0: I still play Cracked Rearview three four times a year. I love that record. Like every song is good. But but that's me. I like I like radio music too. So mm. you know, I know you can't handle that shit, but I, I love it. Mm.
1: Yeah, I was not a fan, didn't enjoy it at all. It's like, what the fuck is this?
0: Well, it was the nineties. At that point, you were just listening back to your old LA gun stuff and docking and rat and
1: Yeah, well I had a I had a friend that I was working with and he used to refer to Hootie and the Blowfish as Hootie and the Suckhards
0: no i i wish i could suck hard enough to sell 21 million albums i mean you know that is an
1: impressive thing yeah but but that was one of those deals where all right this band here sold more records one single album than most bands sell for their entire catalog absolutely and look what happened they sold they sold 3 million on their second outing and they were just like yeah you're done fuck yeah. fuck off and they got dropped yeah i know that's my point this is like <laughs> 3 million people would be happy to get 3 million triple platinum it's like yeah well it's not 21 million so you suck get out of here
0: oh, i'm looking right now atlantic actually kept them they did 21 million with cracked rear view 3 million with fairweather johnson 1 million with musical chairs there you go And then, um, not even a million with the self titled that came like five years later and then they got dropped. Then they're on Vanguard records for a record looking for lucky, which is just a horrible album (laughs) And, and then imperfect circle, which was actually really strong was, um, it did better. It, it. Hit number 26 on the charts, but it didn't do a million. But by then, that was 2019. So, right, right. It's not going to sell a million anything.
1: And, and here, here's here's a funny comparison. Maybe it's funny. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I find it funny. You know, so Darius Rucker went country, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's a country guy. Now. Yeah,
1: he just reminded me of Don Cheadle and Boogie Nights, <laughs> trying to be a black cowboy Wait. guy.
0: He's successful as fuck with the country though. That's
1: what he yeah, again, he's a crossover artist. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. god bless him, he's got talent and stuff. I'm just not a fan. I you know, whatever. I I'm I would never begrudge anyone's success in in their craft. Yeah. But I I'm just not a fan of that style at all.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, that's just not me. I mean,
1: you know, some people love it obviously. You love it.
0: I love it. Yeah, I'm a big you fan.
1: Know, so it's just like, you know, it's just not my cup of tea, but you know, I'm glad you're successful doing it.
0: I got to hear this. He did a, he did a cover of, um, John Mellencamp's pink houses.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I've never heard that.
1: Okay. Oh, well, are you picking, pulling it up?
0: I'm, I'm looking. I don't, I'm just...
1: But, but since we were talking MMS and breaking stars, and since you just brought up John Mellencamp yeah. without MMS, John Mellencamp may not have a career. Oh, probably not. They, they broke him on MMS. He, he, uh, he basically came to Cleveland with his, you know, his music and got MMS to play him on, uh, on their, on the station.
0: Yeah. Yep. Mellencamp, Mellencamp can thank, can thank my little town.
1: And also, uh, Rush broke on MMS. Yeah. And who else, you know, I think, uh, who else that was well, it? the Michael Stanley, Never mind. Well, yeah, but I, I think, I think the James gang broke on MMS.
0: I think you're right on that too.
1: Yeah. So MMS was hugely, uh, influential and very, uh, you know, they, they had the wherewithal to, you know, help break a band. Right. You know, and then unfortunately that medium doesn't uh, exist
0: anymore. No, not to, break, not to break bands. Oh, dude, I guess they must have just pulled this thing off of everywhere because I'm clicking link after link. and none Yeah, he probably
1: plagiarized it. He probably stole it.
0: Let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Here we go. Oops. Uh, that's, no, that's no good. Yeah, it's just a live. It's an audience version. I wanted recorded, but Oh, well, whatever, not finding a good one, but yeah, he, he, he did pink houses. All right. I'm just looking at, you know, I'm looking at their awards and nominations. They won Grammys for, for the album, best new artist and best pop performance with letter cry. But then as a solo artist, Jesus Christ, Darius Rucker, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9 10, 11, 12, 13. 14 15 16 17 18 19 awards really awarded nine or at least nominated 19 times and won five of them well good for him I, that's just amazing to me yeah that you know he's actually a bigger star as a than, solo. When he, than when he was when he sold 21 million records right that's crazy
1: now now what how would you classify his solo? career is it, is it considered country or is yeah, it is country. it crossover
0: or is it pop or what is it he's way more country than i mean he has some songs that are kind of will fit either way see that's that's the beauty of his career country hootie themselves were kind of country in a way i mean they sounded a little southern you know the letter cry and you know hold my hand and stuff you just changed out the guitar and made it a little more twangy. That would be a country tune. Those would be country songs. So him going to country wasn't a huge reach. You know, it's not like I don't know. Like if Jolyn Turner put out a country album or something, that would sound weird. But you know it.
1: So so Hootie bordered on a country, modern country sound. I
0: think so. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, sure.
0: And and that's been why. So basically he just dumped the band just said, fuck it. I'm just, oh, why would,
1: I mean, if, if he can collect all the residuals for himself, why not? Why wouldn't yeah. you
0: do that? Exactly. Bring those guys together once every 10 years. Doing it's,
1: it's, it's a business move. I mean, you know, uh, unfortunately, and you know, this goes back to the old discussion 30, 40 years ago. Music is a business.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's in it to make friends you're not to fucking sell sell shit and make money. That's what that's what they're they can tell you they're in it for the tunes man, but none of them are. No.
1: I mean, that's their livelihood. That's what they of
0: course, do. Of course. I mean, you
1: know, we're we're in we're in doing this because, you know, we're we got a multi-million dollar contract. That's right. right. But we don't talk about it.
0: No, not at all. I mean,
1: we we like to pretend we only do this because we enjoy it, but right. you know, it's really that uh, you know, fat cash
0: that's right the that big we
1: knock down that we knock down on a monthly basis
0: yeah we're making huge coin
1: keeps a keeps a roof over my head allows me <laughs> to <laughs> contemplate buying 75 inch televisions right you know without right. this bad cash from the CMS after 25 years I you know again I I only do this because you know we're really in Howard Stern money territory that's right
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're in Howard Stern money. If he took an Uber, what do you pay the Uber? <laughs> it's about the money we make in a year. What exactly. do you pay an Uber driver?
1: Exactly. <laughs> Man. Too well, and, anyway, that, that, you know, getting back to your point, uh, as far as artist development is concerned. Yeah. There, there's no money for that. Nobody. No. And, and again, this goes back to our friend Mariah. Mm-hmm. She is an Uber talent, n- not the... Not the uh, car that you call for cheap on your, you oh, know, your phone app, your phone app. But uh, she's a Uber talent, and had this been thirty years ago, she, I guarantee you, she would have been right up there with any any one of the artists, whether it's Britney Spears or, or um, you know, not not saying that she's got the same style music, but I'm just sure. talking artist wise. Uh, what's the other? What's that other chick from Pittsburgh? The
0: Christine Aguilera, her, yeah. I yeah.
1: haven't seen or heard anything from her in a while. I haven't heard her name. And is she still active? Uh, what is she? she I
0: don't know what she's doing. She was on The Voice for a while. I know that she was, she was like one of the judges on The Voice, but I think she stopped. I think she hated being picked on because she's. She's a goddamn, she's like a balloon that you blow up and let the <laughs> air out and blow up and let the air out. That's that's what I wanted to know. And and I'm, that's funny you brought that up because
1: that's exactly what I, I was thinking.
0: Yeah, she what,
1: is. What is with that chick and her weight? She likes to eat. I mean, a minute, one minute she's as thin and, and shapely and just in good shape. And the next minute she's, she's, you know, puffed huh? up that that's really bizarre she's got the Oprah uh complex
0: yeah she likes to eat bottom line she likes good food she ain't turning it down I can relate,
1: <laughs> I, relate. I, mean, I mean you know you, you know there's the old jokes about the well is it the skinny Oprah or the fat Oprah yeah and is and you know these people who've had success you know Oprah or or Christina Aguilera or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you'd think you'd have a little more self-control, wouldn't you? Why?
0: I don't know. I, mean, I, I think just the opposite. I think what you got all the money in the world, you'll have no self-control. Yeah,
1: but the thing Did is, you- is the reason you have the money is because you, you worked hard to get to a certain level. So are you just going to give up or are
0: you going to maintain that? See, you assume they're still hungry for their career. Yeah, well, I, and- Again, I, I understand. I get yeah. it. And I'm going to say they're more hungry for a fucking double inch, <laughs> double pizza, double cheese and pepperoni. <laughs> you know, Kelly, people are saying in the chat room, Kelly Clarkson, same exact way. You're well, right. I agree. I completely right. agree. And you know what? They made their money. So fuck it. Who cares? Enjoy well, your life.
1: Here's how uninvolved I am with, you know, popularity as far as like pop figures. Mm-hmm. And stuff. If you put a picture of uh, Christine Aguilera or, or Kelly Clarkston in front of me, I don't know that I would identify them because I've seen them in so many different ways that every time I see them, they look different.
0: Yeah. I don't, I definitely don't, don't deny. I'm looking at the. Yeah. You know, I'll just put the whole picture. <laughs> All right. So you can see the. The many faces of Kelly Clarkson. You're you're right right about this. She looks different in every. That's what I'm saying. I could not identify her in
1: a lineup because every time that I have seen her. Wow. Yeah. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Hey, that's Kelly Clarkson.
0: Hey, look at this one. Jeez. Oh man.
1: I think she's, she swallowed a pizza at that point.
0: I'm telling you. She swallowed Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) I mean, I,
1: I I like a, I like a curvy woman, but boy,
0: she's curvy. All right. Yeah.
1: She's She's curve. Yeah. She's, she's what they call plus size at that point.
0: But look, this is the same person. This one.
1: Yeah. That's my point. It's just like, I, I wouldn't identify her in a lineup. Yeah. But you know what? She already made her money. Uh, again, God bless her. I mean, if she, if, she, look at the one down in the pink.
0: Right here. Yeah. That
1: one. Is is that, is that a Photoshop or is that real?
0: It's New York Daily News. I'd imagine it's real. I mean, she,
1: she looks like a Macy's Day parade float. <laughs>
0: they pulled her down for the photo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at her. Yeah. That's a weird photo because the, the, the outfit makes her look fat, but her face looks actually skinny in that yeah. picture.
1: I mean, you know, the human body is 85% water. If they yeah. took a test on her, she'd be 65% Zeppelin. Yeah. She's, she's <laughs> chunky.
0: That's for sure.
1: <laughs> do they have one for Christina Aguilera? Let's just, is, is there one for do her
0: on the fi- on the fly?
1: Yeah. See what that that one looks like. That's her. That's her. Holy! See again. I would never recognize her. Look at she looks different in almost every photo. Yeah, she does. I mean, down in the lower right hand corner, she almost looks like uh, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, a little bit.
0: She doesn't look like this anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> bottom bottom left. Yeah. And look at this one. What's up with the lips? <laughs> what happened? just
1: unbelievable. If
0: there's any more of these in here. Yeah, even going another rung of them, you still can't. What does this look? Looks like a fucking alien. <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know. Whoa. yeah, I see i'm not i don't know these people as far as their music or their careers mm-hmm. and stuff i know who they are sure. but but if somebody were to put a uh photos up in front of me i couldn't sit there and go yeah isn't that christine aguilera because she looks just every time i see her she looks different
0: yeah she does look different that's for sure
1: and that's the same way with that other one that's really popular what's what's that lady gaga um she stinks you yeah, well regardless of her whatever you think of her but She's another one
0: great Uh, voice, but she's, she's a fucking turd. I,
1: again, she looks different all the time.
0: Oh, I think her face at least looks pretty similar from picture to picture picture, but I mean, she hasn't gained any weight or anything. She still weighs the same as she always did. What is her appeal? She's got a great voice. Okay. Her voice is fucking stellar. You know, if you're into, if you're into just Singing in general, her voice is stellar.
1: All right. Here's, here's, here's a game for you. Right. Mariah or Lady Gaga. Vocally? Yes.
0: Probably Lady Gaga. Really? Yeah. All right. Lady Gaga. I, I mean, I truthfully, the, the proof would be, would be, I'd have to hear a bigger sample size of Mariah because Lady Gaga has done pop. She's, she's messed around with some rock stuff and some touching on metal stuff. That star is born soundtrack was almost kind of country-ish. And that's an amazing record there. The star is born soundtrack that she did. She, she's really good on that. I mean, she could, she could flat out sing. She's, she's very gifted as a singer. Well, what she, what is she worth? Is there any oh, way? Oh, she's her? worth a ton. She's probably, probably half a billion. Really? Yeah. She's worth a ton. 320 million. All right. Good for her. Yeah. She's cause she has her own clothing line and oh, whatever. I
1: mean, wonderful. you know, again, I, I, I would never begrudge anybody who's had great success. Sure. As more would say great success <laughs> in doing what they do. Right. But for me personally, I, I don't know anything about these people because number one, I'm not a fan of that style of music. And number two, I really don't pay that much attention. I I know who they are. I know that, you know, I know that they exist and I know that they have a career. Sure. But
0: outside of that, I don't really
1: pay attention.
0: Sure. No, I get it. Well, dude, it's funny you bring this topic up because this leads right into something I wanted to talk about. Okay. Very good. So there there's, I, I spent a good amount of time watching various TV shows and documentaries this week, more than I normally do. I think I watched like three or four documentaries this week, which for me, that's a lot. And one of them was on, um, I think Hulu called, uh, framing Britney Spears. And, <laughs> okay, and, and dude, I had no idea. Uh, you know me, I keep up with most of this shit, but I had no idea. I feel really bad. For Britney Spears. Well, she, she's just a,
1: she's just a uh, useful idiot, in my opinion.
0: Well, she, but she's really been through the ringer, man. She, the way you, everybody remembers when she went crazy and she. Yeah. Was she, she
1: what was that? 2009
0: or seven or seven. Yeah. So, so, you know, and here's
1: the funny thing. This is how Mm -hmm. time stands still. That was like 14 years ago and people still think about that like it happened yesterday.
0: I know. But watching this thing, she lost her fucking mind. She got put into what they call a conservatorship.
1: Yeah, her her parents or somebody. Her, her dad, fa- her father. Yeah, her yeah. father watches over her. Her uh, dad. Yeah, her estate or her business affairs.
0: Yeah. But she can't make any decisions in her life, but they're, but they're whoring her out to make her work.
1: Yeah. Because they benefit. Again, Like I said, she's a useful idiot.
0: It's, it was, they were, they were talking about the whole thing. and, And again, I don't have any, I mean, I've met Brittany before. She was nice when I met her in 2001 or whatever it was when she was young. Dude, 20 years ago. I know now she's old. It's, it's, it's for sure. <laughs> I mean, think about it. How old is
1: Brittany now? 41? She's probably 40.
0: Yeah, she's probably, let's see. Brittany.
1: I mean, all I know, all I remember from Brittany is, oops, I did it again.
0: I'm not a big fan of her music. 39.
1: Well, she's almost 40.
0: Yeah. 39 years old. She's been stuck in this conservatorship. Since 2007 and they, they whore her out to make her go work and and she's making like 50, 60 million dollars a year, but she can't even make decisions to go and fucking get a pizza by herself.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I know, but it's just, she's, she
1: might as well be lobotomized mongoloid.
0: Yeah, I I get it. But how, how fucked is that? That is fucked. At some point, even if you are fucking crazy, if you're making that kind of bank, you should be able to make your own decisions. Or I, she literally had to, I guess the big problem she has is with her fucking dad (laughs) and her, her dad is taking money for quote unquote, being the conservator. Of course. Even though it's court ordered. So why should he be paid? That's the, you know, that's the thing he's taking like 3% or something. So he's raking in, you know, whatever that is, whatever three percent of fifty million dollars is a year. You know, he he's making that kind of money, and she can't make any decisions. So she finally just said, "Fuck it, I'm not going to work anymore." Okay, and and she, I just saw literally this week that the court finally took the dad off the conservative. because she had, but she's been in court trying to get, trying to get like, um some bank as her conservator or something since, since it's really just a financial deal now. And then she finally got the dad out of the mix this week, but what a fucking disaster. Well, at, at 50
1: mil a year, Mm -hmm. his take is a million five.
0: Yeah. For doing what?
1: For 3%. Yeah.
0: For being the overlord. That's fucking crazy.
1: Well, again, here, here you go. I mean, the, the, See, when she went nutty back in 07 and shaved her head and all that bullshit, and she was involved with that Kevin Federline guy
0: yeah, uh-huh.
1: and banged out two kids with him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: could you imagine banging out that, could you imagine, you know, getting, getting some of that uh, Britney Spears puss when she was young and fresh? That had to be great. <laughs> but if, if again... This, this Kevin Federline, this, what was he, a, like a background backup dancer? dancer. Yeah, yeah, he was backup dancer. Yeah. To get Britney Spears and, and get a piece of that action.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, see, her kids, what her kids are adults now, right?
0: Well, they're not, a, I don't think they're close. 18, they
1: so right?
0: I don't know. Let's see. Britney Spears kids are. Let's see um one was born in 2005 and the other after that
1: all right so they're getting close to being adults yeah legal adults mm-hmm. but think about that the, the, this this backup dancer who really for all intents and purposes was not really anything special
0: no just some dude
1: yeah some dude he got that fresh clean young Brittany yeah. pussy. Yeah. And now he's set for life. Yeah. Because she's been engineered to be, a again, a useful idiot. Sure. To go to Vegas and have a residency in Vegas mm-hmm. and knock down X amount of dollars a year. And then whatever tours and promotions and all the other shit she's involved with.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it dude, it, it's. I, I know you're not into this music. I, I, I'm not into Britney Spears music at all. I mean I'm I'm just not. Even my kids weren't into it. So I never even had to I never even had to tolerate it other than I interviewed her once for music's bottom line. That's that's how I ended up meeting Britney was I interviewed her once. But not a fan, never was a fan, didn't think the music was very good. You know, that being said, that documentary was just fucked. Cause they really profiled how fucked it was with the paparazzi. And of course, and and it's like, dude, I don't blame if, if the worst she did was shaved her head and fucking umbrellaed somebody's car, big fucking deal. Right. They, they, they should be happy that she didn't get her hands on a gun and start shooting people. Cause I mean, she is fucking 17 years old or something and having, she couldn't come in and out of a building without 10,000. Cause that was right at the beginning of paparazzi paparazzi craze. So people were selling photos of her without like, they, they even interviewed the paparazzi on it. And they were saying that pictures of her without makeup and not done up, just like regular pictures were selling for like a million and a million five, a photo. Nice. If you could get, you know, a rare photo and they were interviewing some of these guys that were like, they'd get a hint that she was going somewhere. And they would just race to wherever that she was going so that they could potentially get the photo, the photo of her smashing the, um, the, um, car with the umbrella. Yeah. That came from somebody gave them a hint that she was going somewhere and they followed her into a gas station. And like, she just went into a gas station to get a fucking Slurpee or some shit. <laughs> and, and they immediately stuck a camera in her fucking face. Right. You know, and she's just trying to be out on her own. And then she just freaked out and started smashing the fucking guy's car with her, with her umbrella and whatnot and him and whatever. But it was, I, I, it's a fascinating documentary to see. It really makes me glad that we're not famous on any level because fame blows.
1: Well, it does. You know, again, your, your, your liberty has been stripped from you. I mean, you might be rich as fuck. Mm-hmm. But now you can't do anything. You can't live and go anywhere or yeah. just without being mobbed or recognized or being right. followed. And all. Yeah, again, I, I get that.
0: And then if you act normal, which I'm going to be honest, I don't think she acted. Cra- I think the shave in the head was a little nutty, but I think that was I, I, I even at the time, I didn't think it was that unusual. I thought it was just her trying to make a statement of fuck you. I'm not this fucking. This, this hot piece of ass. I'm more, than you know, I always thought that I always thought that she was trying to ugly herself up, hoping that they'd leave her the fuck alone, you know, but she was a mega star known for being a hot piece of ass. Yeah. So that's why people took it, took it as crazy, mm-hmm. but you know, her going after somebody with an umbrella. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> would not you do would be honest, dude. If every time you went outside, somebody was up your ass taking pictures of you. You can't pull your car out. You can't drive. You can't do whatever you want to do. You got to just stand there and slowly move through 10,000 photographs. Wouldn't you at some point punch somebody in their fucking oh, face? Of just, it's like living with COVID. Yeah. It's like you
1: can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Yeah. You, feel, you feel in prison.
0: Yeah. Now multiply it by a thousand. Yeah. And that's what she's going through. I didn't think she did anything that crazy, really. You know, no, certainly not a, not enough to be in a conservatorship for fucking 20 years or whatever. No, that, that's a long years. time.
1: That's a long and, time.
0: And, and that's a lot. You know what? That makes sense if you're fucking drooling Uncle June in the fucking, <laughs> in the crazy bin. If right. You're, if you're healthy enough to, to go out and perform and make 50 fucking million bucks a year, stop with the need to be fucking babied every minute of the day. Because that's nonsense. She can't go and get a fucking pizza, but she could get up in front of you know
1: twenty thousand people. 20,
0: 000 people and and dance around and sing and shit. Get the fuck out of here. That's stupid. Mm. You know, but it, it, it's a good documentary. Even if you don't like the music, and I'm I'm right there with y'all. I'm not a big fan of the music, but it's a it's a unbelievably telling documentary to see. And
1: where, and where can we find that?
0: I think it was Hulu. All right. I'm pretty sure it was who all right.
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that for sure.
0: And then the other side of this doc of my documentary, of my music documentaries this week, I bought and I watched the Chris Holmes documentary, Me oh, well, <laughs> All right,
1: go ahead. Have you seen it? I have not. I, I'm aware of it, but uh, go ahead.
0: That is a fascinating documentary. Fascinating. Chris Holmes is and always has been an absolute lunatic. Not that that's a big surprise, but seeing him, first of all, whether it's completely true or not. And I just the fact that they, they had him and Johnny Rod saying the same thing that Blackie is a, is a cunt that just was unworkable to deal with un you know, un unbelievably difficult to deal with
1: yeah and again i i've had personal experience with that but sure go ahead
0: well i believe that but man that dude just fucked chris holmes if it's all true i mean just he didn't get any money from any of the fucking records even though he has writing credits on the records he never got paid you know and um I'll be honest. Watching this documentary definitely made me like Chris Holmes a lot better. (laughs) It did because, you know, we've, and I, and I'll be honest, I felt a little bad about some of the goofing that we did on him. When I heard this, the backstory behind some of it and how he just got fucked for money, you know, and and just, he has no money. And Mm. You know, those Wasp records were pretty fucking big to have nothing. But at the same time, he's a fucking lunatic. Yeah, I agree. And, and dude, one of the things that really made me crazy about this about Chris Holmes, they showed they had lots of clips of this new band that he's doing with him singing. Yes. The music is fucking sweet. I mean, they showed him on stage playing. And the music is just awesome. I mean, really, he's got a great band. Yeah. And then he opens his fucking mouth and absolutely wrecks it. He is a terrible singer. Yeah. He's not a singer. Well, but he's trying to be.
1: I I, I get that. And I mean, we've, we've, uh, you know, we've, we featured some of the music from <sighs> his shit and bricks shit and all and bricks. that. <laughs> it's like, you know, I get it. I mean, he he's an icon, and and the thing is, is with the with the big beer belly and the, yeah. the tight vest and all that shit. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, either you got to lose the beer belly or you got to stop wearing the little vest. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's definitely a strange look, but he but he runs around, dude. They showed him going in, and he's playing these clubs that. I've had bigger parties at my house than what he's drawing at the clubs. Right. Honestly. I mean, they showed him at some of these clubs in France and Russia and all over the place. And he's playing for like 22 people or something. Right. right, It's just sad. And there's, and you know, of course it's, it's 22 people, but 18 of them have their fucking, their war jacket on with their, with their big wasp patch on the back. and, And, and I will give it to Chris Holmes though. He signs every autograph. He's cordial. He takes every fucking photo. You know, I I mean, they showed him after shows, just, they showed one guy. And this is one of those guys that if if you or I were with Chris Holmes, we'd smack him and tell him to fucking move along. (laughs) This guy fucking showed up with a stack of albums.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: And and literally it's like, here's this one. Here's this one. Here's this one. Here's this one. And, and Holmes signed every one of them. It was Believe me, I've seen
1: Don do that. I know he wasn't happy about it, but I have seen people show up with, you know, twenty-five or thirty different CD covers, whether yeah. they were, uh, you know, original releases or mm-hmm. like, uh, special releases or sure. releases from Europe or Japan or something yeah. like that. And he'll sit there and they will sign every fucking one of them.
0: Yeah. Well, dude, that dude that was so crazy too. They showed at one point. This guy makes Jacko look like a pauper with his deep purple shitty collection. They showed one guy. He had over 300 Wasp albums, (laughs) 300. And and then other memorabilia to go with it, Holmes, Holmes. I think he was in Russia or somewhere where this guy was. Holmes visited this guy's house and was like, holy fuck, look at all this shit. Yeah. You know, but. It just was, it was like a tragic tale with Chris Holmes and man, everybody just fucked this guy over. It's no wonder he fucking ran out of the country and started over. Yeah. I well, really, I really got a, a better sense of Chris Holmes after this. I felt like he's a decent guy. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I, I met Chris, uh, mm-hmm. at the, at the Odeon Sure. and I was there early because I was going to interview Blackie. And, um, Chris was just kind of hanging out and I, and I went over to him and I said, Hey, Chris, you know, I introduced myself and stuff. And, uh, you know, I said, Hey, I I'm from this radio station. This was when I was doing WSTB.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, I, I always said, uh, you know, do you think I could get a couple of IDs from you? Mm -hmm. And the first thing he said was, did Blackie say it was okay? That was exactly what he said to me. Did Blackie say it was okay? Right. And uh, here, here's the IDs right here. I'll, I'll play them. This is Chris Holmes of Wasp, When you're rocking hard to the classic metal
0: show. <laughs> That's one yeah, of is. them. Hey, kids, this is Chris Holmes of Wasp. I listen to the classic metal show.
1: So there you are. There it is. So he was just like, yeah, he just... Did did Blackie say it was okay? Yeah, I said I don't know, dude. It's a radio station. Just give me a couple IDs, and that's what he did for me. Oh, that's cool. And so I was at the show. Mm-hmm. I I, inter- I uh interviewed Blackie. Stayed sure. for the show. After the show was over, um, and the place was cleared out. Chris mm-hmm. kind of hanging out at the bar there at the Odeon, and sure. and he sit and he was on the wagon at the time. Okay. And, uh, I got up, he goes, Hey man, how's it going? I says, good. Good. He goes, he goes, uh, Hey, I, I got some, uh, diet Cokes in my backpack here. Do you want one?
0: <laughs> nice.
1: And I said, yeah, I'll sit here. And I sat next to him and he gave me a diet Coke out of his backpack and we just sat there shooting the shit for a few sure. minutes, you know, again, nice guy. I got yeah. nothing against Chris Holmes, you know, but you know, Nader our good friend Nader is had been good friends with Chris Holmes. And he basically had told me some pretty torrid tales of Chris. Sure. You
0: know, and it was like, holy fuck, you know, it's like, geez, really? Well, and Holmes even admits it and still seems like he's a little bit wacky or a lot wacky. I mean, he doesn't seem like he's not crazy, but I don't know. He just came off kind of, kind of okay. You know, like, And boy, he has huge fucking hate for Blackie Lawless. I mean, oh my God, dude, he was like, and and he was pointing out, and I don't know, again, I don't know if it's true or not, but like they showed on Holy Terror and he goes, I didn't play a fucking note on this record. And, And they showed on the credits where he's listed as the guitar player. Yeah, right. And he said... He said, yeah, they had to do that because if they announced that I wasn't on the record, it would sell less. Yeah, of course. And and then he said, and that fucking cover, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, that lists me too. And I didn't play a fucking note on that either. I wouldn't play that shitty song. <laughs> right. It was great. I mean, he was just ha- dropping the hammer on on Blackie and, and, and he comes off as a really genuine but fucked up guy. It's a, it's an interesting document and you know, who comes off as a cunt too. Lita Ford. Oh really? And it might just be the way they portrayed her in it because they didn't talk about her a lot, but they talked about, they were like, oh, then Chris met Lita and they interviewed all his friends and now Bandy is in this video in this oh, movie a couple of times. Yeah. He's in it a few times. Okay. Good for him. And they're, they're talking about when he met Lita and he's like, oh, this was the happiest Chris ever was. And, you know, I felt like it was the right thing for him and this and that. Right. Okay. Fast forward to where he quits Wasp. The very next clip is, well, then Lita left him. And it was like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) The minute he was out of Wasp, she fucking jumped ship. She bailed. She ran. All right. I was like, God damn it. That's brutal. <laughs> well, that's that's what chicks do though. I know, but man, you know, and, and we've all said it before. Alita's a fucking porcupine of the Hollywood music scene. <laughs> and everybody's fucking stuck a pin in her. Right. You know, uh, but it's a great documentary. If you're, if you're into Wasp and Chris Holmes and that kind of stuff, it's a, it, it's a, it's a really solid doc. It's one of the better ones I've seen. Pretty much ever, I enjoyed it and, a lot. And,
1: and where is this one at?
0: I bought it. I bought it off of um, Amazon Prime, I guess,
1: or okay. Voodoo or something. I don't and, know. Where I and what it. what is the
0: name of it? It's just called Mean Man. Okay, but dude, it's just so. Chris Holmes deserves better than he has. Right. That's the and he really has to find a fucking singer. <laughs> He's got, dude. I'm telling you, they're, they're they're showing different scenes of him actually playing with his band. And I mean, the music, I'm like listening to the music and they're doing like longer segments, which I thought was cool that you could kind of get a feel for it. So they're doing a segment and the band's just, you know, they're just fucking kicking ass. And all of a sudden you hear Holmes going, it's like, dude, stop it. And then there's all kinds of little scenes I could pick a part of it. There was one scene where he's in the studio and he's recording his vocals. And the vocals are just horrendous, horrendous. And he goes, let's fucking play it back. Let's play it back. And he plays it back. And it's just as horrendous when, as when we just watched him record it. And he goes, he laughs a little bit. And then he goes, I think I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, It's like, dude, what is wrong with you? You're not getting it. You're terrible. Right. You know, and, and but I, I'm gonna be honest. Now I want to support Chris Holmes. Right. I absolutely want to support Chris Holmes. I'm glad I bought the DVD to support him. And I uh, and if I it would the DVD was put out by Cleo. Okay. And if they put out his album as well, I'll buy that too, just because I want to support Chris Holmes. Well, again, he, he's
1: another tragic figure,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, in, in the industry.
0: Yeah. I may have to go out and buy. Shitting bricks. <laughs> I might have to. I might have to buy one of his wife's purses. <laughs> Remember the Chris Holmes purses? Yes. I might need to buy one of those. Cause because I, I felt like you have to you have to support this guy because he's as down and out as he could be, and he's way too talented to be as down and out as he is. There's a cool video of him singing with Jizz or playing with Jizzy too. Okay. I don't know if it was if that was just like jam Damn night or something. But it's like this, they, at some point they showed this video and I, and I immediately recognized Jizzy and he goes, look at this, it's Chris Holmes. And then they played, um, <laughs> I forget what they played, like ACDC or something. All right. But it, it was just, it was just like, cool. The, the DVD is great. If you're, if you're any kind of a Wasp fan at all, you will, you'll like it. The only thing that bothered me that they didn't touch on, cause they touched on all his shitty bands after Wasp, except for Animal.
1: Yeah, that's because he, I, I don't know how long he was involved with that.
0: Yeah, but they, they touched on one band that he only did for like three months. Okay. Some, I forget what that band was called, but he did for like three months. And, and maybe the only reason they touched on it was because then they found the singer dead from drinking himself to death, like in his apartment or something. But, you know, a, another tragic Chris Holmes story that Chris Holmes's singer was dead, you know, <laughs> killed himself drinking himself to death, but yeah, it, it just, it's a great documentary. If you want to watch a, watch a documentary about the, that whole time frame,
1: Well, I'm definitely going to check that out.
0: Yeah. Well worth your time. All right.
1: Well, I think that, uh, you know, in light of, uh, the Chris Holmes documentary, mean man, I think the the best way to end the segment is with mean man.
0: Yeah. As long as you're not playing something from un- unholy terror. Yeah, he's not even on that, pal. He said, Fuck that. I didn't play on that shit. And it's funny he listened to it. He said, I didn't play on that shit.
1: <laughs> good album though. It is a good album. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I'm gonna go check that out. It, you know, what what is it? Is it four bucks to buy it or ten bucks or something? I
0: think I don't know, ten bucks or something to buy it or Two to rent it if you want to rent it.
1: But. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. I definitely want to see that.
0: Yeah, it's worth the pur- It's worth the purchase. You'll watch it more than once.
1: Sure. All right. Well, here's uh, Chris Holmes, formerly of Wasp, and here's Mean Man, exclusively here on your class.
0: That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? And you know what else is a lot of fun? The CMS Podcast Network. That's right. CMSPN.com is the address. Make sure you go over there. Make sure you watch the episodes there. You listen to the episodes there. And maybe even just subscribe so it's delivered to your phone, to whatever podcasting software you use. But do it from CMSPN.com. Once again, CMSPN.com. 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 We'll see you next time, fucks.